Welcome back to the RGVSports.com podcast. My name is Brian Ramos. I'm a sports writer with the Monitor newspaper and RGVSports.com. And today I'm joined by my co-host, Ivan Palacios. Ivan, how are you feeling today? What's going on, Brian? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, week two's all wrapped up. We're in week three of football. We got several districts kicking off district play this week. Some continuing district play. So it's another exciting week of RGV football here, man. Absolutely. We, we are excited to be back with you guys for another episode of the RGVSports.com podcast. Breaking down our, our week three slate that we got here going on in the high school football season. And uh, man, there's some uh, some teams getting ready to kick off district play. Other teams uh, getting ready for those final uh, non-district tune-up games. So it's an exciting time uh, for football fans and football players, football teams, just in the football world here in the Rio Grande Valley. And Ivan and I are excited to be here with you again, breaking everything down. And of course, uh, our Tuesday uh, week three preview episode always starts off with the latest uh, rgvsports.com top 10 poll. And so we're going to start off right there. And to start off at the, at the top, no surprises, Edinburgh Vela stays, uh, stays at number one. Uh, they receive all six first place votes for the third straight week. They, they have not moved. They have not budged from that number one spot. And I, I don't know if they will all season long. So Edinburgh Vela picks up a huge win. Coming in at number one uh, over last week's number three team, Harlingen High. So that that's what uh, Edinburgh Villa does. They take care of business and, and they move on to the next opponent. So uh, shout out to number one, Edinburgh Villa, for holding strong. And then moving on to number two, Ivan, we dip down to the Class 5A level. Uh, what can, and this is the same team that's, that's held on to this number two spot for a few weeks now. What can you tell us about Mercedes and what they did last week? I mean, just like Edinburgh Vela, Brian, they've been taking care of business these first two weeks. Uh, they eclipsed over 500 yards of total offense this uh, last Friday against Edinburgh North, you know, rolling to a 30, 24 to 14 victory on the year. Let me tell you this, over a thousand yards of offense through two games while allowing less than 500 yards on defense. So a well-rounded team, definitely deserving of the top two, uh, the number two spot, second only to Edinburgh Vela. Um, you know, they'll look to keep it rolling this week. They uh, kick off district play against PSA Memorial on Friday and, you know, led by uh, quarterback Michael C. Snettles, they're, they're a force to be reckoned with offensively. Uh, it's going to be hard to slow this offense down, and they, they seem to be really clicking on all cylinders going into uh, that first week of district play. So definitely deserving the number two spot. They keep proving every week why they're there, you know, proving any doubters. Uh, if you had any doubts, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you at this point, man. Mercedes is rolling. So it's going to be hard to, you know, move them off that number two spot. But at number three, uh, we got a team that um, – is going to have a challenge this week. And uh, if they can pull it off, I mean, they, they might have a claim to that number one ranking. Uh, what, what do you know about PSJ North? Yeah, so PSJ North jumps up a spot from number four to number three uh, in, in the latest RGVsports.com top 10 poll after a convincing 35-0 to zero victory over Ed Couch-Elson. Uh, Ivan, you were there from that one. I read your gamer, watched a little bit of highlights from it. And, man, uh, PSJ North was in control from start to finish. So, uh, PSJ North, uh, the new number three team, of course, and they're getting ready to, to open district play against our number one team, Edinburgh Vela. And so we'll, we'll get into that one. Just a little preview. That is the Monitors game of the week for here for week three. So we'll dive into that one uh, in just a little bit. But PSJ North, man, they they have a stingy defense and the the offense is uh, beginning to, to find its rhythm. Of course, they have uh, running back Isaac Gonzalez, who is just a force uh, run, running behind that line. So, um, yeah, the, the the Raiders keep on rolling along here, 2-0 on the season, our number three team. And uh, 
that which brings us to our number four team, which was last week's number three team, the Harlingen High Cardinals. After a thirty to three defeat against Edinburgh Vela, they moved down one. So people are still showing the the respect to Harlingen High for for what they've done and that that season opening win uh, against Loretta United South. Uh, people aren't forgetting about that one. That was a convincing victory for the Cardinals. So Harlingen High uh, drops down to number four in the latest uh, top 10 poll. And then our number five team takes us back to the class 5A level. I, Ivan uh, Westico East, they make their season opener after having their season delayed last uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the start to their season delayed. So uh, Westico East now, uh, they get that O&O uh, off the board and now they're in, in the win column. Ivan, what can you tell us about Westico East and, and holding down that number five spot? I mean, like you mentioned, Brian, they had that first week uh, canceled. It had to kind of, you know, be put on hold with the Tanakabo being canceled. But, I mean, they showed no rust in their return to action. They opened up uh, with district play, jumped right into the meat grinder, and uh, they opened with a 24-0 to victory over Donna High. I mean, they got it done on both sides of the ball. Defensively, they only allowed 185 yards of total offense, you know, holding Donna High to only 45 yards passing. And offensively, I mean, over 200 yards rushing, 150-yard passing, a really well-balanced attack, you know. Uh, quarterback Javi Garza put together a solid performance and then Jay Vasquez, you know, coming in and running that ball, stepping into that starting running back role. So uh, no rust there. Coach Mike Brigitte has these guys ready. I mean, when I talked to him earlier this week, he was just not completely pleased with the victory. They had some miscues here and there, but um, they opened the season with the victory and, you know, a shutout at that. So move up one spot from number six from last week and uh, well-deserving. I think they're the only team that was only played uh, one game in our poll this week um but they'll look they look to continue to bounce you know continue the upward trend as they take on brownsville veterans a team that showed promise in week two but that moves us to our number six team a team that's been climbing the ranks these past two weeks uh started out outside the poll and now they're all the way up to number six right what do you know about them yeah the san benito greyhounds uh catapult up to number six in the latest rankings after a 51 to zero beatdown of mission veterans man the the Greyhounds defense, man, it was something else. Help mission veterans to uh, under 100 yards total offense. Just a, a really impressive performance from San Benito to do that against uh, a mission veterans team that is known for throwing the ball around and putting up some big numbers offensively. So uh, San Benito, they move up to number six. They're 2-0 on the year. They beat a really uh, underrated, um, under the radar, uh, McAllen Road team there in week one. And now they, they uh, I mean, have just they roll on all cylinders against Mission Veterans to win that one 51 to zero. So San Benito up to number six, uh, the second third 32 6 8 team in our top 10. And then our number seven team is our third 32 6 8 team here in the top 10. And that is the Harlingen South Hawks, man. Uh, 2 and 0 on the year after an impressive victory, at 64 to zero against Sheridan Pioneer. Uh, man, this Harlingen South team is rolling, man. Uh, they're getting it done. Quarterback Xander Cassidy is, is is in sync with his receivers and the running game, man. Everything is working for Harlingen South at the moment, and uh, they got to be happy for that first-year head coach. And uh, just uh, there's got to be an excitement there at Harlingen South um, after a couple of recent years and after a coaching change and everything. So Harlingen South up to number seven in the latest rgvsports.com uh, top ten poll. And I've been back to 5A for, uh, for our number eight team, who also uh, had the player of the week on their team. So why, why don't you tell us about our number eight team and our player of the week? Yeah, man. I mean, the McCallum Memorial Mustangs bounced back from that uh, week one loss this 
Sabre Cats, led by our, you know, Monitors Player of the Week, uh, fullback Max Alanis Choi, racked up over 300 yards, 322 yards to be exact, and two touchdowns. We're also going five for five for extra points and scoring the game-winning touchdown in overtime. So, you know, despite the bounce-back victory, it's a little bit of a um, – they, they fall back one spot. Um, that's more – not talking about them, but the other teams that, you know, are ahead of them are deserving of that spot. But still, McCallum Memorial bounces back. Uh, Alan East Choi looks like a playmaker back there. It seemed like every time he touched the ball, he was ready to take it off. Uh, take off for a big run and it, it's just he's proven hard to stop he's a leading rusher in the district with 405 yards through two weeks and the Mustangs I mean they, they're back in it and just like you mentioned 32-6A has three teams in our top 10 you know the McCallum Memorial Mustangs are the third team from District 15 uh, or 16-5A D1 on our rankings I mean it's another tough district that's going to go down to the wire in my opinion um, they'll look to continue that climb up this week they take on La Jolla Palmview on Friday and a matchup between two teams that really like to grind the ball you know, really like to run. So it should be a good one back at McCallum Memorial uh, Veteran Stadium for McCallum Mustangs. And once again, congratulations to our player of the week, Max Alanis Choi, you know, heck of a performance. And uh, I'm sure it's not the last time we'll be hearing his name, but um, moving on though, to our number nine and 10 teams, two newcomers to the poll. I mean, what can you tell us about number nine? Yeah, the, the life of Bulldogs uh, come in at, at number nine, two and oh, uh, they go to battle against La Villa there in week two. And it was a, it was a uh, close game during the first half. It was a back and forth contest between uh, two of our uh, sub 5A schools. Uh, and man, but then the second half, I mean, Lifeford proved why, why they're the class there at, at, the, at that 3A level, man. Um, they, they just uh, put their foot on the gas and, and take their game to another level. So uh, Lifeford, two and oh on the year. Uh, holding down the number nine spot in the latest rgvsports.com top 10 rankings after not being ranked uh, a week ago, which le uh, leads us to our number 10 team, Ivan, another McAllen school. What can you tell us about the Nicky Rowe Warriors? I mean, you mentioned earlier they were kind of flying under the radar. I don't think it'll be much longer that they fly under that radar. I mean, they pick up a huge win on the road in district play against La Jolla Palmview, uh, blowing them out 43 to 20. Um, led by quarterback Mateo Giannis, who threw for five touchdowns after throwing three interceptions his first game. And, uh, I mean, that offense is something to watch. And I, I don't think they'll be flying under anyone's radar anytime soon. Uh, they got a huge matchup this week, continue district play against Brownsville Lopez. But Coach Flores has that offense rolling. Mateo Giannis is starting to pick it up. Uh, they did lose one of their top playmakers due to injury, but um, these guys are all ready to go. They got a lot of weapons on offense, so it's just next man up mentality and uh, – like I mentioned, I don't think the Warriors will be flying anyone under anyone's radar anytime soon, cracking the top 10 for the first time this season. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we've got plenty of good teams. It's kind of hard to narrow it down to just 10. I mean, we got tons of others receiving votes from, you know, Brownsville Hannah, who picked up that huge win against Sherilyn High, you know, Edinburgh North, Laferia, Mission, uh, just to name a few. I mean, there's Real Grand City, Rohondo, Weslico, all, you know, just missing out on that top 10. But, you know, more football to be played. It's still early in the season, so I guess we're going to see where it goes from here. Absolutely. The top 10 is always changing, uh, so it, it's exciting to see what teams are going to make their claim to be one of the top 10 teams here in the Rio Grande Valley this season. So I'm looking forward to it, to seeing uh, how our top 10 teams do, whether we got it right, whether we got it wrong, and uh, who are the new teams to keep an eye on uh, as the season progresses. So, uh, yeah, keep your eye out. The, the rgvsports.com top 10 poll drops uh, every, every Tuesday's paper. And then, of course, we'll bring it to you here live uh, on, on the rgvsports.com podcast. And you can catch that 
on rgbsports.com if you if you uh, want to go give it a click and see how all the votes broke down and everything and read our story that goes along with the top 10 so uh, yeah that, that wraps up our, our top 10 uh, breakdown and then which moves us along Ivan to our week three preview and of course we always start our week three preview with the monitors game of the week and this week that is Edinburgh Bella traveling to take on PSJ North at PSJ Stadium in the District 31 6A opener for both these teams. Now, uh, this is the third week in a row uh, that Edinburgh Bella has been in the game of the week, and they're the number one team uh, for a reason, and the way their schedule broke down is is it's awfully front-loaded. Uh, they play their stiffest competition uh, to start the season, and it, it kind of winds down as they wrap up the regular season. So, they start, they start off with McCallum Memorial, who was number four at the time. They take on Harlingen South, I mean, excuse me, Harlingen High last week, who was number three at the time. And now here they are in week three, getting ready to take on PSJ North, the new number three team here in the RGVSports.com top 10 poll. And man, it's, it's like the Sabercats are always in, in bring on all comers, man. I mean, they're going to get the best shot from everybody. Every team in the Rio Grande Valley wants to say, they beat Edinburgh Bella. They they took down the Sabercats and uh, nothing changes here in week three as they take on a Raiders team who had a, a, a really impressive victory uh, to wrap up non-district play by beating Ed Couch also 35 to zero. So Edinburgh High, man, uh, that offense, Chase Campbell looks in sync, four touchdown passes last week. PJ Rivetta up to six touchdowns on the year. And that defense is allowing under 164 yards per game. And it's not just that number. It's when you think about the opponents that they limited uh, to that amount of yards. That's McCallum Memorial and Harlingen High. Two, uh, Harlingen High had over 500 yards of offense in their season opener. And then, of course, we saw what McCallum Memorial did last week uh, with uh, largely riding uh, the legs of, of Max Alani's choice. So this Edinburgh Bella defense, man, they're on another level. But this PSG North defense, they might be uh, – they, they have an argument as – the next uh, best defensive group here uh, or, or one of the best defensive groups here uh, in, in the Rio Grande Valley. Of course, the Raiders have 18 starters back from a season ago from last year's uh, second round playoff team. And uh, they, they look at, uh, in, in control early on. Man. Um, I've been impressed. I've been impressed with uh, Ala Aparicio. He, he found, he found some rhythm here in week two and Isaac Gonzalez uh, beginning to get that thing going. And, He's approaching the 4,000-yard mark in his career. He's about 140 yards away from hitting that 4,000-yard mark number, and it'll be difficult to do against Edinburgh Vela, but if there's anybody that's up to the test, man, it's it's, that, it's Isaac Gonzalez. He's a tough runner, and, of course, uh, PSA North always brings it. So it's going to be interesting to see this game between two District 31-6A uh, championship contenders and who will start off on the right foot, who will take a 1-0 uh, lead there in district and uh, I mean to, to be honest the the I, in my opinion the winner of this game um, likely ends up the winner of the district 31 68 championship down the road so it'll be interesting to see at the 7 30 p.m kickoff Friday night at PSJ Stadium I will be there bringing you coverage of that one and I'm excited for it I mean uh, looks like it should be a good one on our hands so uh, to keep things moving, Ivan, uh, week three football, as we go on, what do you got your eye on? What, what, what's your, uh, what, what is the matchup that stands out to you the most here in week three? Uh, I mean, a matchup that stands out to me the most, I would probably say that Ed Couch Elsa against Sherilyn High game uh, to kick off district uh, 16-5 D2 play on Friday at 730. I'll be out at that game. Um, Sherilyn High, obviously, they saw for that 
loss on Saturday to Brownsville Hannah, and they're looking to bounce back. I mean, Ed Couch also uh, took on two really good teams to start the season, you know, last week against PSJ North and uh, week one, they opened against Los Fresnos, you know, two bigger schools. And unfortunately they were on the losing end of that, but uh, that's not to count them out of district play. I mean, oh, and two means nothing once district starts, you know, these are the games that are going to, you know, push you in that playoff position. So I expect it to be a real physical matchup. I mean, Ed Couch also, like we mentioned, they like to ground and pound. And I, I think they'll bounce back nicely once they get into that district play and that rhythm. So that's one game to look out for, in my opinion. It's one of the it's where I'll be at this Friday again at Richard Thompson Stadium at 730. And um, Sherry and I, I mean, that they, they have quarterback Orly Lopez and uh, he's clicking. Uh, they'll look to bounce back again after that loss to uh, Brownsville Hand after giving up 17 points in that fourth quarter and coming up short. Um, but that's one of the games I'll be at this week. Uh, how about we jump into some Thursday action? What do you got your eyes on this Thursday? Yeah, to keep things rolling, as always, we've got some Thursday night football. And, of course, that's the start of the, the NFL season, guys. we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Dallas Cowboys opening the 2021 season, so I'm excited for that. But RGV football-wise, high school football-wise, we, we got a couple good ones. La Jolla Waters Lincoln at Edinburgh High. That's the District 31 6A opener for both teams. Both 0-2 on the year. Edinburgh High has lost their first their week one game by eight points against Mack High. The week two game by two on the road against Brownsville Rivera. And now we'll see if they can get in the win column uh, against the, the Huskies and give first-year head coach Rene Guzman his first victory uh, at the helm of the program that he used to suit up for back in the 80s. So, uh, yeah, that's where I'll be Thursday night. Edinburgh High and Waters Lincoln. And then, uh, yeah, to uh, keep it th- keep things going on, on Thursday, we got Shirts Clemens at, at San Benito, Monte Alto at Harlingen, uh Marine uh, Military Academy. And then I know we got uh, a few uh, 5A matchups. Ivan, what can you tell us about these 5A matchups as some of those squads open up districts? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, for District 16, 5A D1, we got McAllen Rome, Brownsville Lopez entering week two of a uh, district play. Brownsville Lopez drew the short end of the stick the first two weeks. Uh, they're 0 2 to start the season, but I mean, they took on a really good Sherilyn High team week one. Or I'm sorry, they took on San Antonio Southside week one. And then a really good Brownsville Pace team. So, I mean, I, I don't think the record's indicative So of how good the team actually is. They'll take on a really good road team that's seeming to find its rhythm. And then moving on to District 16, 5A, D2, we got a, a pair of teams looking to get their first win in Valley View and uh, Mission Veterans. Uh, both teams started 0-2. Um, but they'll uh, face off at 7 p.m. on Thursday at Richard Thompson Stadium as Coach Gilpin and his squad looks to bounce back, bounce back. And Valley View looks to pick up their first win since 2019 after sitting out last year. And then wrapping up the uh, district play that uh, on Thursday, we got Roma at PSJ Southwest at 7 p.m. Two teams that really like to grind it out, run the ball. You're not going to see many passes going out in this one. Should be a fairly quick game with these teams just uh, running it up. And, you know, basically whoever whoever can control that time is going to be the one that comes out with the win, I believe. Um, But, yeah, that wraps up our Thursday night action. What are some games to look for on Friday, Brian? Yeah, Friday night we we have a a few good ones. uh, throughout the Rio Grande Valley, and uh, to keep th- things there in District 316A, uh, Mission High, high and uh, we'll pay a visit to La Jolla High, and that's always a fun one when those two meets. They're old-school rivals, uh, those cities uh, cl- uh, close in distance to each other, and, and they do not really like each other when it comes or uh, – when, when you go back a few years and they're the original schools in those cities. So there's always going to be a rivalry between the coyotes and the Eagles anytime they meet in any sport. And here we are uh, both teams, one and one on the year. La Jolla picked up a, a 12 to seven win over Kingsville King last week. And that was a game that was added last minute because 
La Jolla's previously scheduled game against La Feria uh, was canceled due to COVID uh, precautions. So uh, La Jolla gets in the win column uh, last uh, last week. And just give let's give a shout out to them, man, for coming back after sitting out the 2020 season, just one of two 6A schools to not play last year. And they come out and, and pick up a win here in week two. And so now they move on to week three and, and they'll take on a mission high team that's looking to bounce back. They, they have to have a, a sour taste in their mouth after the way they lost last week's uh, non-district game against West Lego high again, a mission high takes the lead late and they don't, they see it disappear with under a minute left as West Lego high marches down the field to score the go ahead touchdown and win that game 24 to 20. So both teams one and one, it'll be interesting to see, uh, these two teams and how they start out district play and what do these offenses look like? Um, they, they've started a, a, a little slow to start the year, which can be expected with, of course, new players stepping into new roles. And of course, uh, the Coyotes getting back after a year of sitting out. So I'm excited to see Mission High at, at La Jolla High. Uh, that one is Friday. And then uh, we, we got a few more good ones at the Class 6A level. In Edinburgh, we got a rivalry game. The Edinburgh Economies Jaguars at Edinburgh North Cougars and the Cougars, man. I know they lost last week to Mercedes, but they, they've been impressive so far as, as a one and one team this year. And then Economies also one and one this year lost to Roma last week. So it'll be interesting to see uh, who wins this one, the Cougars or the Jaguars there at Richard R. Florida Stadium in Edinburgh Friday night. Then uh, Ivan, I know we got some good uh uh, uh, 5A matchups across the valley or, or and some non-district matchups at that. So what can you tell us uh, about, about some of these other games that stand out to you? I mean, one of the games that I'm really looking forward to is going to be Hidalgo at Real Grand City. Uh, Real Grand City, they tied their uh, win total from last year, last week, uh, under first-year coach uh, Jesus Lozano going 2-0 to start the season. They could move to 3-0 against an Hidalgo team that just barely lost last week against Orange Grove, looking to bounce back. And both these teams love to run the ball, man. Um through two weeks, Hidalgo has put up 668 rushing yards while uh, Real Grand City, I mean, zero passing yards, but they've put up 717 yards on the ground through two weeks, uh, averaging 358.5 yards per game uh, rushing. And they have three guys over 100 yards rushing uh, through the first uh, couple of games. And um, I, mean, I, mean, I think, you know, when I talked to Coach Lozano earlier this year, he said, you know, he's not going to shy away from it. He wants this team in the playoffs in their first year. And through the first two games, they've looked the, the part of a title contender. So it'll be uh, interesting to see if they can keep that pace going as they prepare to, you know, uh, wrap up non-district play with uh, two more contests beginning this week with the doggo. Um, so it's going to be exciting to see that game. But then moving on, I mean, we continue our district play in 16-5 AD1. Uh, we got Wesleyco East and Brownsville veterans. Uh, Coach Kelly Lee picked up his first week la- first win last week for the vet- veterans. While Wesleyco East uh, picked up, you know, open the season one and no, we mentioned that earlier, 24-0 against Donna High. And uh, two teams, again, like to run the ball, very different, you know, very similar offenses. So um, it'll that'll be a good one to watch over at Sands Memorial Stadium. And then we got Mack High and Donna High uh, over at Benny LaProd Stadium in Donna. Mack High obviously lost a, a nail break, a heartbreaker in a in McAllen Veterans Memorial Stadium to crosstown rival McAllen Memorial. Uh, and they'll look to bounce back this week, led by Hunter Crow and uh, receiver Krishna Chesareta, who have um, combined for 272 yards and three touchdowns through the first two games. And, well, Donna High, I mean, obviously not the best start. 24-0 loss start the season, so they'll look to get back on the right foot under Coach Mike Gonzalez. And then an interesting one, in my opinion, uh, 
featuring McCown Memorial and La Jolla Palmview. Uh, Max Lonnie's Choi and the, the Mustangs host La Jolla Palmview in their third uh, home game of the year or third game of that McCown Veterans Memorial, actually, because technically last week they were away. But um, they'll look to keep rolling after last week's win. And uh, La Jolla Palmview, I'm Coach Requeñez, um, so unfortunately lost to the uh, McCown Roll uh, Warriors, but they'll look to bounce back this week. They got a good pair of running backs in George Spiden and A.J. Chapa leading the way. Um, so it's going to be another ground and pound game. I think a lot of those, it seems like we have a lot of those games on, on the agenda this week. And then um, wrapping up our district play is PSJ Memorial at a Mercedes in district 16, five AD two, uh, both teams open up the season um, or open the district season this week. PSJ Memorial 0-2 to start the year, Mercedes 2-0. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if coach Littleton can, you know, get this team rolling after struggling the first couple of weeks. Um, while Mercedes is looking to do the opposite and just keep rolling, um, led by Mike Cisneros, Tyrell Trevino's back in action. So lots of exciting matchups, lots of district play, you know, to those teams that started 0-2. I mean, this is where, you know, your season's not over. It's still early. This is where it's going to count. This is where you got to, you know, start making a name for yourself. And those that started 2-0, I mean, or 1-1, time to keep it rolling, you know? I, I, absolutely. And uh, to keep it there on some, uh, so we got some non-district action, uh, some six A's and some four A schools uh, playing this week. And uh, we're going to start uh, running through them with uh, Browns Rivera at Rio Hondo. And man, this Rio Hondo team has been impressive this year. And the Browns Rivera uh, picks up a, a, uh, a big win uh, over 26-24 over Edinburgh High last week. And Rio Hondo uh, wins 49-6 over PSJ Memorial. And uh, now that they'll play there at Rio Hondo, a non-district tune-up game for these guys. And Ethan Jaredia has impressed for uh, Rio Hondo uh, over 409, uh, 409 rushing yards in two games, seven total touchdowns. He's been impressive and he's doing a little bit of everything uh, for Rio Hondo, for the Bobcats uh, so far to start the season. So I'm looking forward to that one, to seeing Rio Hondo in action. Then we got Donna North at La Feria. Of course, Donna North and that 30-game losing streak last week with the win over La Jolla Waters Lincoln, 38 to 14. Can they make it two in a row? It's been a long time since they won two in a row there at Donna North. I, I, to, to be honest, I'm not sure if it's ever been done before. So that'll be interesting to see if Donna North can put two put two together against a, a solid La Feria team who sat out last week after their game against La Jolla High was canceled. So uh, I'll be keeping my eye on that one. Donna North paying a visit to La Feria. Then uh, we got uh, those 32 6A teams. Uh, they're still in non-district action. Laredo United will pay a visit to Harlingen High. How will the Cardinals respond to last week's 30-3 loss against Edinburgh Vela? And Harlingen South uh, pays a visit to Alice. I'm excited to see Harlingen South, man. They're, they, they're one of the teams to keep an eye on this year. They qualified for 7-on-7 seven seven in state, and they performed well up there uh, this summer up in College Station against good competition. And it's translated here to the actual football field. Uh, in the 2021 season. So I'm excited to see Harlingen South and what they can do here uh, as they move on to week three. Los Fresnos pays a visit to Corpus Christi, Cal Allen. That's a good one. Anytime a Valley team can go up against Cal Allen, man, you know I'm always rooting Valley. I played against them when I was in high school, uh, suiting up Brandenburg High, and we didn't get the best of them. They got the best of us a couple of times, but, man, I'm always rooting for the, uh, the Valley boys when they go up uh, and pay a visit to Corpus Christi, Cal Allen. Then Laredo Nixon at Westlake High. Uh, Westco High picks up a thrilling victory last Thursday. Uh, Bobby, uh, it was announced Bobby Lackey passed away last Thursday morning. The Westco High Panthers come out and pick up a, a big thrilling win uh, that not later that night. And we'll see if Westco High can uh, fix some things and, and keep on rolling and, and get moved to two and zero on the year. Then we got uh, Gruya taking on uh, Orange Grove. 
uh, Port Isabel taking Aranzas, taking on Aranzas Pass. And man, Port Isabel has been impressive this year, man. Tony V has the Tarpons in, in win mode, man. They're they're tearing everybody up right now. And that defense is is playing uh, lights out. And Raymondville will take on Lyford. That's a marquee matchup. 3A going up against the 4A here in the Valley. Then we got La Villa against Santa Rosa. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how La Villa can respond after uh, giving Lyford uh, all they had last week. It was a a valiant effort from La Villa uh, in, in defeat against Lyford. So we'll see if, what they can do against Santa Rosa here in week three. And with that said, that wraps up uh, the week three slate of RGV football. We got some good games uh, on tap uh, this week coming at you starting Thursday and Friday. And uh, of course, you can catch uh, uh, all, all the news there at rgvsports.com. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at RGB Sports and keep your eyes out for our feature stories that we're writing. And then, as always, we got our weekly pick them, which are experts. And I'm saying experts in quotations. I'm doing it with my fingers and everything so you can see. But, um, yeah, our experts pick the schedule and who will win uh, some of these week three games. And there's some good matchups, so it's going to be difficult to make some of these picks. But as always, you can find that. in Thursday's paper. And of course you can find it online at rgvsports.com. So uh, with that said, man, I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting out this week and seeing some good, good football. Ivan, how are you feeling? I feel good, man. I feel like, you know, with district play kicking off, it seems like the intensity just gets turned up a notch. You know, last week I got my first taste of district action with that McAllen high McAllen Memorial game. And I mean, it didn't disappoint that overtime thriller, you know, I just feel like these teams take it to another level and, you know, they start kind of finding their groove after those non-district contests. So I'm excited. The football is just going to keep getting better and better. And it's going to be, I think it's going to, all these districts, I don't see, I wouldn't say I don't see a clear cut winner, but I think it's going to be a a battle for sure. Um, There's, there's going to be week in and week out. You're going to have to bring your best. Um, It's like when I talked to coach Patterson last week, you know, record stats, all that stuff goes out the window and, uh, it's proven so far, you know, in district play, that's what it's going to be like. And it's you can't take any opponent lightly. So I'm excited to get back out there, see these teams in action. And like I said, you know, like you mentioned, uh, watch out for our picks this week. Uh, us experts, quote unquote, you know. So if I pick against you, I'm sorry if I got it wrong. But, you know, we're just excited to be out there. Absolutely. We're, we're hyped up, fired up for start of district action for a lot of teams, non-district tune-up games. Uh final non-district tune-up games for a few teams. And yeah, we're excited to be out there. So thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the RGBsports.com podcast. We appreciate you and we can't wait to be out there joining you for another week of Friday, Thursday and Friday Night Lights. So uh, yeah, catch us out there and and be sure to tune into our uh, Saturday recap episode, uh, breaking down all the week three results and everything that happened on Thursday and Friday night. So uh, for Ivan and I, thank you for joining us. We'll catch you next time.